Good morning and welcome to the Rise and Grind Mastermind Call. This call was started on September 8, 2016. This is a mastermind group. What a mastermind group is is a group of like-minded people who come together to accumulate a great fortune. And how they do this is basically through sharing knowledge and like-minded ideas. Just in case this is your first time listening to this call, um, the mastermind group concept wasn't formulated by us. It was actually formulated by Napoleon Hill in his book, Think and Grow Rich. And she researched people in this country, which is America's earliest depression, worst depression, in the early 1920s. And what he found that since no one person knows everything, you know, they all, people always need a mastermind group behind them, especially those who have achieved great success. So when you see one person that stands out in the forefront, I'll use Donald Trump, for example, um, sometimes you have people who are just in the forefront, but they have a mastermind group behind them who are basically, you know, giving them ideas and get, helping them lead the way. So even though there may be one person who invented something, usually there is a team of people who gave them yay or nay or ideas as far as, you know, if they this is going to work or not. So the model of this call is start your day with a vision. When we're talking about starting your day with a vision, we're talking about today because each and every last one of us, whether we're on this call live or whether we're listening to this call, we all need a vision for our life today. And if you do not have a vision for your life, if you wake up, you don't have any kind of direction for your life, it's your fault that your day didn't go the way you planned it because you didn't have a plan. So that makes me follow right along into today's topic, which is plan a dream. And I know it kind of sounds vague when I say plan a dream, or to some people it just sounds very direct, plan a dream. But as children, what we have to realize is as a child we had a sense of security to know, okay, we're going to eat, meals are going to be provided for us, a roof is going to be over our head. So a lot of the stuff that we worry about as adults, we didn't have to worry about that as children. And realistically, we don't have to worry about it as adults. But we had dreams and we had goals and when I grow up, I want to be and when I grow up, I want to be. Somewhere along the line, sometimes the dream is just not that easy as adults. It's like we see things, okay, what plans do I need to take to get it? Okay, it doesn't seem realistic, so let me take that dream out of my head. But realistically, we're supposed to never lose that childlike imagination, and even though we may have, some of us carried that all the way through our teen years, you know, when I grow up, I still want to be this. When I grow up, I want to do this. I want to have five and ten careers. I want to try this one out, and I'm speaking for, for myself, really, because this is the way my brain works. I was like, why do I have to choose one career? How about I be a cosmetologist, and how about I try out being a police officer, and then I want to try out being a teacher for the school system, but I had several dreams in my head. And I kind of correlated those dreams to how society worked. And somewhere along the line, I was like, well, I guess it's not realistic to do whatever it is that you want to do in life because society is telling me to choose one career, stick to it long enough so I can retire from that one career, and then I get a Social Security check, and then I'm able to take a, a, a lifelong vacation in my 60s. And that wasn't something that I wanted to do. So realistically, as adults, we can learn from children because children dream big. And you would think it would be the other way around. Adults, we're dreams big. A lot of us are able to realistically live out our dreams from our childhood to our adulthood because we have the chance to plan our dreams. And 
if life were a sprint, basically, we could run with our conscious mind. But life is not a sprint. It's a marathon. So we have to, you know, run with all everything that it takes to run. Whether you stay on the right path or you get distracted, it's basically a question on how you program your subconscious mind. And I think about this because I was reading a book, and it was called The Compound Effect. And in the book, he said, everybody knows Mo. Big Mo is that person to know, and everybody needs to know Mo. Mo, who he was talking about in that book, was momentum. And I know we can all think at points and times in our life, whether it was a person that came into your life and sparked that momentum, or whether it was something that you achieved, you accomplished, or just a moment of maturity. But whatever it is, it was Big Mo. And I can correlate Big Mo to a lot of places in my life, a lot of time periods in my life. And really, I'm going to say Big Mo is going to have a lot to do with my whole 2017. Because 2016, I started a lot of things, but I didn't finish them. 2017, I'm accomplishing a lot right now, and I'm feeling that feeling as if they're already accomplished. And I feel like I'm going to accomplish so much in 2017 due to the momentum that I have that it's going to carry on and allow me to plan those dreams that I actually want to live in my life. And I know we have Randolph Knapp Jr. on this call, and I know he used to say, I've heard him say a few times, life is not a sprint, it's a marathon. And I think our subconscious mind, if we come to agreement and realize that we're spiritual beings, before we came into this physical body, the spiritual is always working. And what I mean by that, that subconscious mind, your thoughts are always there. So even if you're going to a job that you don't want to go to or you're doing something that you don't want to go to, It's going to show in everything that you do. If you're running a business that you don't want to run, whatever it is. So our dreams that we have, when when God says, you know, write the vision down, make it plain, it's important for us to plan out our dreams. Have a plan for everything that we don't react, but, you know, plan for everything that we want. It's not enough just to make a picture of your dream life. It's not enough just to say, okay, let me visualize my dream life. Let me put pictures of my dream life on my affirmation, on my um, vision board. It's still not enough. Once you have your picture in your head of that dream life that you want to live, immerse yourself in it. That means surround yourself that are people that are going to bring bring you closer to that life that you want to live. Work on that dream life day and night. When you go to sleep, be thankful for the life that you have now so that when you wake up in the morning, you're waking up with an attitude of gratitude about this life that you can live ahead. Basically, how do you immerse yourself in your goals? Do you write down to-do lists? Do you visualize it? Do you say your affirmations? It's very important for us to every day, when we say start your day with the vision, you can use that word vision as a dream because you have to have some kind of future outlook for your life. What is it that you want for your life? So when I say start your day with the vision, start your day with a plan. What what are you planning for your life? What is it that you want for your life? If you don't have a plan, then the world's going to have a plan for you. But making a plan is the place where many people get thrown off track because we get like, how do I make a plan for my life? What kind of plan? Could I choose the wrong plan? There's no wrong plan. 
so many times in life, we want to get it right the first time, the second time, the third time. Life is a journey. It's meant to be lived. You do something wrong, then so what? Pick up the pieces and move on. Because people who are living an adult life, they're not going through any kind of problems. They're not maneuvering through things. They're living a dull life. And I'm sure nobody wants to choose a dull life. We want to get smarter. We want to live a life of wisdom. You might be worried that if you don't make the right plan, that plan might work. And, of course, that seems scary. Like, okay, I'm waking up. I have a vision for my life. I'm going to do this. So what? It doesn't work. So what? You don't get the response that you want. It doesn't care. It doesn't matter if your plan doesn't work. You don't know. Nobody knows. But knowing whether it will work, your dream is going to come to fruition or not, it doesn't even matter. The point is not to come up with the plan with an assured ending. The point is just to come up with the plan so you get started. When we say start your day with the vision, at least you're starting something. At least you're attempting It's not that your vision is going to come to pass each and every single day. That's not actively living life. That's living life only to know that you get that expected outcome that you expected, and that's just not how life works. The plan basically gives you a place to begin. So when we say start your day with the vision, at least you're starting at point A. If you never write A on the paper, then you never get the chance to start. If you never write that first letter, then you're never able to write a sentence, a paragraph, or even a book. But at least if you start, you know where to begin. Basically, we need a a plan in the same place. We need a dollar to start our bank account. You can't go to a bank and say, hey, I want to start a bank account. A year from now, I want to gain such and such interest. Okay, we put some money in. It's the same way. Start your day with a vision. Plan a dream. You have to be able to start from somewhere, and that takes time. That takes commitment. That takes consciousness. That means your subconscious mind needs to always be working towards that plan and your physical body, your conscious mind, what you see, what you can maneuver, things you can move around needs to always be working towards the plan. The same way you took your first baby step, the same way you struggled to sound out your first words, your first sentences, the same way you had to learn how to read, it's the same way that we need to plan a dream or start our day with a vision. It's baby steps. If you're not taking the baby steps and just learning, maybe you're not a person who wants to read two books a day like, like Bill, Bill, Bill Gates. Maybe you don't want to read two books a day like him. But maybe you're listening to audiobooks. Maybe, you, you know, you're, you're, the way you make your to-do list or plan your actions for the month isn't as strategic as you like it. But at least you have some kind of plan. Without that dollar, without that first wobbling step that we take when we learn how to walk, without that first stumbling sentence, basically that's your dream. But no matter how deeply you want it, it will never become a reality unless you first plan that dream. So it's the same way with my son. I drill him as far as what do you want, what do you want, what do you want. Not what I want for you, not what I want you to go to college. I want you to do this. I want you to choose this major. I want, I want, I want. Because I have to come to the realization that what I knew as a kid, that life is going to happen no matter what. And I know that so many parents who are so strict on their kids, they want them to go down this route. Those children end up doing the exact opposite as soon as they reach adulthood or pretty much sometimes sooner. And sometimes it's the worst case scenario, the worst thing that the parent would have wanted for the child. But what I I know in my heart of hearts that, 
his life has to be lived, and it's going to be lived, and it's going to be lived a certain way. But the way that I'm, you know, putting those thoughts, those ideas, those visions, the way that he sees me maneuvering around here, you know, I'm helping him bring whatever that dream is in his head into fruition. So is there anyone else on this call who wants to talk about plan a dream? All right, well, I'll go ahead. I'm sorry, this is Shana on here. I'm not for sure um, exactly where you have traveled in this phone call. Um, This is actually something we talk about quite a bit, and I'm glad because it's something that really be, um, you know, drilled. You know, people have to take a hold of to even do any of the other things that we need to do. We just have to make a plan and take a step, and that's basically what Tamika has said. And I know that's something that, for me, is paramount. I know I'm, I always say that I think I suffer from adult ADHD in a way is because so many things that I have to do in life is so disjointed that a lot of times I'm all over the place. And until I plan some things and actually write it down, then that's when I can see the vision in front of me and I know what steps to take to get it done. Until then, I feel like I'm working on it, but it's like I'm just spinning my wheels and I'm getting nothing accomplished. So, um, that's something that's just really, you know, important to me. And I know I have family members and people who will say, okay, well, you know, you did this or you you got this done. How did you do it? You know, what did you do? It, I mean, really, it seemed like something so basic to me because it was so chaotic. If they seen the process of kind of in a way of how my mind worked, how it was done, they would probably be surprised, okay, how did you even ever get a daycare plan? How did you ever, you know, decide to make this move and that move? But it all starts with that plan. And because I had that plan in front of me every day, I mean, like Tamika said, I may not have gotten to the same plan that um, that day or even that week. I mean, I just recently did a move, and I've been writing down, you know, my to-do list and my vision for the month and all of that since way back. Um, I can't really say how many years, but I would guess maybe about 10 years. I'm not sure, but maybe even before that. But it was nice that when I actually moved, I found um, some of my old notebooks because I always put them in composition notebooks, and they had actually some of my um, to-do lists and goals from 2010. And I just sat down and took the time to look through it, and it was really nice to see that there was quite a bit of them that I actually did accomplish, some of the bigger goals, like a daycare center. Um, just even as small as, you know, moving into a bigger house that I could accommodate my children, um, weight loss goals I had in it, goals I had even for family. And back in 2010, I wasn't speaking to my mother. You know, me and her were on the out. So I think at a certain point I decided, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to correct that. And um, just to see that now, me and her talk on the phone every day, several times a day. That actually I hadn't talked to her in the past two days, and she actually sent me a message talking about, um, don't you miss me just a little and I was like, dang, I ain't called my mama. But, you know, just being able to write down that plan and a vision for my life and what I wanted and me taking those steps towards it, it was nice to see seven years later it looks more like what I wanted. Now, there was a lot of things on that list that I had not quite accomplished, but it was nice to see where my mindset was. A lot of them, um, I, I see that they were unnecessary. Some of them are very necessary, so I put it back on my plate this year. Um, one of the things is writing a children's book. That's something that I actually said way back then. I wanted to write a children's book, you know, um, based on special needs, things like that. Well, now it's like, okay, let me pick it back up. So 
Um, I just wanted to add that to the conversation, just how, you know, planning things and planning uh, a dream actually has worked in my life and actually writing things down and taking the steps and how it's um, come to fruition. So um, even though maybe I won't get every single thing accomplished on that um, that list in the time frame that I want, within a lifetime because I'm planning my dream, I'm planning my life. So just taking those steps every day, every week, or every month, or however that goes, or even every year taking small steps. About times I get to the point at the end of my life or in the middle of my life where I'm going to be probably exactly where I want to be or further. So I'll pass that call, the call back to someone else. Anybody else have something they want to add to planning a dream? Um, yes, right. uh-huh. I want to... Okay, one thing I want to add to it is this topic, Plan a Dream, this topic can be used for um, for a children's book. This topic can be used to talk to teens as well as this topic can be used every day for ourselves. But I was listening to Gary Vaynerchuk, and I've been listening to um, Mark Cuban and a few other highly successful people. And I noticed that one thing that they all have in common, especially Oprah talks about it, is one of the, top, one of the most important topics that relate to planning a dream is self-awareness. And when we get closer to our own self-awareness, it can let us know how we veer off course. And one thing that I've really learned about myself over the last two years is, well, really over the last six years, seven, seven years of being an entrepreneur, is I get distracted very easily. And one thing about to stop myself from being distracted is I can't listen to the radio in the car. I can't just simply turn on TV and listen to and watch anything that comes on TV. I have to immerse myself in audio books that are going to keep me focused. I have to watch YouTube videos towards something that I'm, I need to learn or need to be working on. And instead of giving myself so much leisure time, even though my subconscious mind wants all that freedom time, all that relaxation time, all that let's take a vacation, I have to stay immersed in it to prove to myself whether I'm serious or not. Because to me, it's no problem with me starting something and not finishing it. So I remember when I taught my first CPR class two years ago when I got my license in 2015, and I got a little bit uncomfortable when the student asked me after the class, how long have you been doing this? And it was just like um, one month. But now I can look back at it and say, when people ask me, how long have you been doing this? Wow, two years. And I know that, you know, I, you know, I don't know everything about how God works, but a person like me, I realistically need to be doing it for two consecutive years or more to prove to myself that I'm actually serious about continuing this. Because it's nothing for me to go online, go to Secretary of State, create a website, get business license, do something, and then a month later, oh, I don't want to do it anymore. So I think planning a dream is all about that self-awareness realizing where is it that you get off track sometimes in planning your dream? Where is it that you get off track in continuing that plan and not forgetting about that dream that you had as a kid or a year ago or two years ago or even yesterday? Is it that serious that you would give your life up to plan this dream? So I'll pass it off to you, Randolph. Oh, uh, yeah, I was just uh, going to say it's a very good call, uh, planning a dream. Um, I know for me, um, 
if I were to have uh, wrote down on a list every since I've been sober the things that I wanted to accomplish or on a on a list, I probably would have sold myself short. So I know for me myself personally, it's just important for me to just stay in position to uh, just to be ready for whatever comes down the pipe, you know, financially, spiritually, physically, whatever it may be. Uh, I know distractions are um, or, or just life period in general happens sometimes that tends to uh, throw a monkey wrench into my plan or my, my dream or my vision, whatever it may be. But I know for me myself, what what was was um, pertinent for me in order to stay, you know, focused is not to get so emotional, because this isn't a dream. This is a reality. In a dream, I can get emotional. I can wake up and then it's like, oh, I'm just dreaming. But this is life. And I know for me myself, one of my Achilles' heel is I'm emotional as hell. Like something goes wrong, and it's, it is the end of the world. Like, all right, let's stop this. But you can't stop life. The, the, the clock is consistently ticking. So I know uh, for me, you know, maybe somebody else out there listening, whoever, you know, um, it's important for me that in, in life to, to keep a level head, to keep focused, because I can, I, can, I can sabotage my own dream. I don't need any help doing it. And then a lot of times with these, uh, you know, I get some good ideas, great ideas. It's important that I act on them immediately or in some of these, these wonderful ideas that I have, I realize that I can't tell everybody that I see this wonderful vision. That All right. Well, I think there were technical difficulties with us hearing Randolph. But um, did anyone else have anything about planning a dream before we wrap up the call? All right. Well, I want to thank you for joining this call. Make sure you invite a friend and listen to this call. Make sure you give yourself some you time because no matter what our topic is and we say start your day with a vision, it's very important that we have affirmations, visualizations, and declarations over our life. If we don't have that self-awareness on how we can get our dreams accomplished, then that means we don't have a plan. And planning a dream is basically just starting from somewhere, having a plan for your day. So I want to thank you for joining this call, and have a nice day.